Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome. It is a delight to be with you again this week as we explore and go deeper in the realms of personal growth, spirituality, quantum physics, and the expansion of what it means to be here on the planet, navigating all of the different experiences that we have. It is a powerful, um, powerful time in that we've been through so much uh, through the past few years that it can leave you a little disjointed and alongside of that um, you may have experienced many other things things like loss of um, your identity who you believe yourself to be loss of individuals in your life that meant something to you due to uh, COVID due to other types of issues that have taken place loss of connection with the world or a sense of what this world means, loss of hope. There's so many areas that people have been uh, grieving and uh, experiencing so many things that it can have you kind of pull back from life. It can have individuals isolate and it can have uh, an effect on the psyche and the emotional composition to where a dullness in life tends to take over. And so often, as that takes place, there are many other changes that are occurring uh, as well. And um, it is time to really look at who we're being, how we're being, and what we are uh, seeking in our world to, to improve about ourselves. Or in this case, as my guest, uh, she says, get off the shelf. And we're going to be talking to Vicki Dobbs in just a few minutes about her own journey and what that really means, and particularly for uh, women. So um, before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about my new series that has come out. The first two books of a trilogy have been released. The first one is Living, the Seven Blessings of Human Experience, and these are manuals on the multidimensional human, on the experience of the light, shadow, and duality in times of change and turbulence so that we can achieve greater peace and presence. There are moments when the human journey can feel like that uphill climb with both ordinary and extraordinary circumstances, but hidden in plain sight are a unique and unconventional set of blessings available to all of us to help navigate these things we call life. So definitely check out the first of my new trilogy. It's called Living, the Seven Blessings of Human Experience. My guest today is uh, Vicki Dobbs, and she has written a book called Get Off the Shelf. It is about choosing you first because you have the right to be happy. Uh, there's a foreword that is written by the late Lynn Andrews, and who has also been on 1111 Radio in the past. And as we dive into this book, you may find many common themes, because when it comes to life, we often encounter the same types of experiences. That is what really makes this human journey create such humanity. Uh, so I'm looking forward to a conversation. 
Uh, she is, Vicki is a best-selling author, founder of the Wisdom Evolution and the You First Revolution. She brings 40 years of business experience, coaching, and membership into her spiritual practice and teaching. And for the past two decades, she has been helping people struggling to find a balance between who they are and what they do. Vicki opens existential gateways through which individuals can face their challenges as opportunities and live every day empowered by the voice of their own authentic truth. Welcome, Vicki, to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you so much, Simran. I'm excited to be here. Well, it's wonderful to have you. As I read through your book, what really came through was not only what the human journey can look like when we do bump up against the the very different experiences that can be anything from frustrating and daily life to the things that can feel heartbreaking and tragic. And along the way, particularly as women, we, we end up allowing pieces and parts of ourselves to slip away, almost unknowingly at times. You titled this book, Get Off the Shelf. I'd like you to start by explaining what that means to you what does what is getting off the shelf where is the shelf what how are people showing up on the shelf well I think it's a a metaphor that I was gifted in kind of a a dream I have no idea if I was awake or asleep because it is so visceral but I don't have a location walking down a hallway lined with bookshelves when my attention was drawn to movement kind of up and to the left, and I saw myself sitting up there, kind of agitated, knee bouncing up and down, arms crossed, looking down at me, asking what the hell I was doing up there on that shelf. And for me, it was about how I had set myself aside in service to everything and everybody else in my life except myself. A big part of my life, I didn't even know that... I was on the shelf because I didn't know that the way I was living wasn't the way I was supposed to be living. You know, I think that that's something that is is common to most people. I know that you've written this book for uh, women primarily, but I, I think that that might even be a common experience for many men. We get caught up in living life and we unconsciously take on our patterns and behaviors of those who came before us that oftentimes gave themselves away, put themselves on the shelf, so to speak, so that we, we don't even necessarily realize how we're taking on this conformity and conditioning uh, that takes place. And so many times the way to begin the awareness of how we're giving ourselves away piece by piece or how we've, in a sense, lost ourselves is that we have to hit up against the pebbles, rocks, and boulders of life. And, yes. and you certainly encountered several things that, um, that would cause not only a look at life, but a, a stopping point and a pause. Um, Talk a little bit about your distinction between when to stop and take that pause and, and how long versus uh, what so often our culture tells us to do, which is, you know, pull up our own bootstraps and keep moving forward. 
Funny you say that. That's exactly what my mother's response was when life was getting really difficult for me, that it was my responsibility to pull up my bootstraps and and keep on going. And for me at that time in my life, when I was struggling with small children, trying to be financially solvent, um, live with a husband who was a Vietnam vet and not a good communicator, run a business and breathe. And it's, it's a point at which I think if you, you either do it physically or you diet, do it metaphorically, you just slide to the floor, sit there and look around you and go, I can't do this anymore. So if you're getting up in the morning, dreading the day, you've lost something. And it is a time where most people don't stop to reflect. They just keep going. In my case, I was lucky enough to be able to ask for help. And it didn't, it didn't help me a whole lot. I spent 10 years in counseling with a wonderful woman who I considered my best friend, but spent the bulk of my counseling time talking about my day like you would with a good friend. When she retired and moved to Colorado, her partner took about a month, maybe two with me, and he was very to the point. And I think the walk away I had from him was that you don't have to react to what people do and say. If you take a moment to take a breath first and clarify how you understood what they said, then you take a break. You, you have that momentary pause that allows you to, to think, is, is that what I want to say? Is this where I want to be? Is that how I want to do it? And through Lens work, which came into my life in, in the late 90s, I learned about boundaries, and that was huge for me. I'd never been, I'd never been aware of boundaries, let alone given permission to have them. I think boundaries are a very powerful thing because so often there's many stages to the boundaries that we place. I think when when beginning personal growth paths and starting to learn to say no or learn to say yes and, and figure out within the gut which of those words has to be used in which space, the initial place for boundaries is oftentimes against other people. I need to set a boundary with so-and-so. I need to set a boundary about this type of thing. And then I've discovered as I deepened into understanding what boundaries really are, they've become much more personal in that it really isn't about the other person or the outside. It's about what are the boundaries for myself in terms of how I give myself away or how I don't speak up or how I uh, lean more outward rather than inward. How do you see boundaries and how have they shifted through the years with your different experiences? Well, I think you nailed it right on. The boundaries don't necessarily mean keeping something or somebody out. They are a guidepost for how we want to live in the world. So a boundary for me is... For an example, me saying, 
um, you no longer have permission to treat me like that. Or you might say to somebody, um, I'm sorry that I gave you this kind of control over my life. You didn't ask for it. I, I wasn't aware I was doing it. I am now. I'm taking it back and I apologize. And so that can be where we set people up on pedestals in our lives. Students put teachers up there sometimes. Children put parents up there sometimes. We put people who we, we love up there sometimes. And most of the time, they haven't asked to be there. So they're, they're living out your expectation without knowing what it is. The flip side of that is that when we question who we are ourselves and we put expectations on ourselves based on what we think somebody else thinks or somebody else wants without asking them, then we have limited the interaction and put boundaries around what we may or may not do based on what somebody else thinks and probably haven't even asked them. You talk about that in the book in regard to a friend and how we, we allow people to do other things or we, we succumb to their opinions and their ideas or, uh, giving our energy to them. And you, you talk about how that's leaking our power. And, and even when we don't necessarily ask them to do it, it's a sense of giving oneself away. And I loved how you also shared the story of Lynn when she had gone, uh, I believe, to Nepal and, and was in search of someone and had gone to a healer. And that person was about to tell her to do something and a friend of hers said, no, you're giving your, your power away. Don't you see that? So often, and particularly in our fields of self-help, personal growth, spirituality, it's so easy to put teachers and people on pedestals and, and then run here, there, and everywhere, or even in regular life, ask people for their opinions and their ideas and be completely unaware that we're giving away our power in doing so. I'd love for you to share a little bit more about that and your insights. Well, that story is in Windhorse Woman. And the teaching in that was that Lynn was looking for somebody to fix her, to heal her, to, to make the disease or unease that she was feeling better. And that is exactly what you said, looking outside yourself for an answer versus looking within. But again, and I'm in my 70s, I wasn't raised to find my answer. I was raised to look for an answer. So you, you look, you're searching outside yourself rather than moving into your own wisdom, your own sacred knowledge. That, that gut place inside you that holds all the answers, those butterflies are great teachers. So for me, it was, even with Lynn, I, I feel so blessed to have had the friendship with her that I had because I never did put her on a pedestal. I showed up for events. I took notes. I learned. I did. I experienced, which was her way of teaching offering you an experience, and it's your choice as to whether or not to take it. 
And that's very different from a lot of teachers who say, here's the experience and how to take it. And for me, the, the opportunity to move within is a real lifetime learning because there's, there's not a lot of people out there telling you, you've got the answer. I can hold up a mirror for you. I can hold safe space for you. I can gift you a container to sit within while you go within and search for your own answers. Have you lost the connection to your dream, identifying with what you do instead of who you are? What lies hidden at the bottom of your heart? Get Off the Shelf by Vicki L. Dobbs exemplifies how we, especially as women, set ourselves aside in service to everybody and everything else in our lives, except ourselves. It is for women who are rocking their worlds until they realize they have lost themselves, buried in their busy lives. Through Vicki Dobbs' personal stories and metaphors, she shows you how you are not alone in your busy world and that you can carve out time for yourself. Using a blend of ancient wisdom with modern modalities, art, and creativity, you'll discover that when you choose you first, you gift the world with the best of you, not just what's left of you. You can find out more by going uh, to her website, which is vickidobbs.com, V-I-C-K-I-D-O-B-B-S.com. Once again, that's vickidobbs.com. As you go to that website, get her special gift. Join her Facebook community for updated information on her art, books, journals, online classes, projects, and workshops. We'll be right back with more Vicky and help you get off the shelf. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. 
courses.1111mag.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Before we get back to Get Off the Shelf by Vicki L. Dobbs, I want to mention that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Better H-E-L-P. Life can be overwhelming and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue, and so much more. We're talking about that even on today's show. It happens with men, with women, just with daily life. We associate burnout with work, but that's not always the cause. Any of our roles in life can lead to us feeling burned out. And BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, online therapy, wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing the stress in your life. If there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online, and there's a broad range of expertise available that might not be in your area. The service is available to clients worldwide, and you log into your account and send messages to your therapist where you will get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you never have to leave the comfort of your home. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. There's a special offer for 1111 Talk Radio listeners where you get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash 11. Spell out the word 11. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. It is more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. So once again, that special offer is 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash 11. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. BetterHelp.com forward slash 11. Next, I want to tell you about the second book in my brand new self-realization trilogy. It is titled Being, The Seven Illusions That Derail Personal Power, Purpose, and Peace. The scales of universal justice are rebalancing the elements of crisis, chaos, and dysfunction within our social systems and global structures. We address seven illusions of social conditioning, time, duality, money, hierarchy, identity, evolution, and war. And in becoming aware of these individual expressions of fear, self-obsession, and separation, the opportunity to transcend the human condition does exist. Being is about the very small self, the self-absorbed self, the part of us that actually contributes to creating the mirrors of our world. This deep dive through this trilogy will allow you to have a beautiful container in which to do your own work. This is not my story. I don't want you to dive into anything that has to do with anyone else except you. This is allowed to allow you to place your story within the construct of living, being, 
and knowing. You can find out more at my website, imsimran.com, or click the banner at the top of the show page. And I would love to let you uh, know a little more about uh, Vicki Dobbs and her new book, Get Off the Shelf. Vicki was trained in the Harner Method of Shamanic Counseling and the Pachacuti Mesa tradition in the cross-cultural shamanism. She's a graduate teacher and mentor with the Lynn Andrews Center for Sacred Arts and Training and an artist of the Spirit Certified Spiritual Energetic and Life Coach. She has, uh, through the Wisdom Evolution and Sacred Wisdom Workshops, she creates opportunities for you to explore deep personal change And she has a workshop that is coming up called Mastering the Art of Putting Yourself First, based on her first book, You First, Practical Wisdom for Nurturing Body, Mind, and Soul. So order that one while you also order Get Off the Shelf. Choose you first. You have a right to be happy. Vicki, as you move through this book, um, there are many things that I think we as women encounter that are subtle. And we pass them on to those that come after us, particularly if we have uh, daughters, I think, as as women. And one of those great things uh, has to do with the how we look at the world, uh, the image that we feel like we have to portray to the world, the perfectionism. And then that extends on to things like what we look like, what size we are, how we speak, how we present ourselves. And that creates such a different kind of weight upon our shoulders, a, a constriction, a, a confining uh, that I think is part of the impetus towards constantly having to do for others to try to prove our worth. Now more than ever, I think women are wanting to find their voice, their divine feminine, their strength, their power. They want to rise up. And there's a fine line between doing the work to really uncover that, finding strength, and yet also attaining our softness, reclaiming who we are as women. How did you navigate that, being such a busy businesswoman, taking on all the things that you had to take on, including the surprises that, the, that life would bring your way? How did you become someone who learns to soften? and not listen so much to the outside. Well, I think it it's it requires almost a smackdown so that you can get back up. And life throws us little bitty challenges and they throw us life-changing ones. And for me it was always other people's voices in my head. What will people think? And I nicknamed that voice, what, what other people think. And I've learned to recognize when I am moving in the world based on what I think someone else thinks. And again, it comes back to without ever asking them. And there are subtle languages, especially between women, that are either empowering or disempowering. It's the backward compliment, like from my mom, when, gee, you look nice in those white pants today. I I wonder if you'd look better if they were darker. And I've struggled with weight since my first kid. And it has been a challenge, which my mother was always able to manage. 
And I asked her one time why, and she said, well, I saw those other women at these meetings, and I figured if they could, I could. And I thought, wow, you know, that's that's pretty cool. But I guess we're all, you know, built different, and I wasn't able to live up to that image. So it's a struggle. And my daughter used to tell me when I'd tell her I was going to the quote-unquote fat lady store to shop, she would say, Mom... And so I began to change the languaging of how I spoke about myself in the world. And I think that's the first voice we listen to is our own. That self-talk can really be um, something that can become debilitating if we are not watching it. And it's oftentimes, it's not the out loud voice. It is that whisper that kind of stays in the head. Uh, and it's, it's the self-deprecation that can take place is what really tears down uh, not only one's sense of self, but the connection to the gut, to our intuition, uh, to even the desire to pull back up sometimes when we are when we are knocked down. And so, with young women today, and there's so many different messages in the social media that's out there, and the portrayal of image, and uh, the the dichotomy of messages that are thrown at women today, what would you say is the greatest affirmation or um, simple statement that begins that return to self in a more loving way? I would say this to boys and girls. I have two grandsons. And the very first thing I would love for them all to learn when they're young enough to hear it with an open heart and an open mind is that you matter. And I think that our world is talking about all the different things in life that matter, but nobody is pointing the finger at the individual saying, you matter just as much as, if not more. And so when you know in your own heart that you have value, you have worth, no matter what your life circumstances, you as the unique individual having this human experience in this planet we call Earth, on this planet, that you matter. So that's a hashtag that I use. Hashtag you matter. Hashtag you have a right to be happy. But it isn't somebody else's job to give you that. You have to find yourself. That's a powerful affirmation to keep. And I invite everyone to hashtag you matter right now. One of the other things that I found really profound that you shared within the book was a simple sentence that uh, Bill, the psychologist, gave you. And it was when someone would say something that was hurtful or, or negative. Um, and, and the power in speaking at least to honor oneself. And that simple sentence was, I don't know if you meant what you said, but here's how I heard it and how it hurt. And that seeing that hearing that acknowledging of self is a really powerful step to take, regardless of what effect that has externally with the other person. Uh, Talk a little bit more about that statement and how that changed your life or how that changed 
relationships and communication going forward? Well, I think whenever we can take a breath, and and that statement comes from a place of stopping a response to perhaps anger or hurt. And it was eye-opening for me to look into the face of my husband as I said that when I was probably fresh home from an appointment from Bill and and some comment was made and I, I was able to take a breath and say, I don't think you meant what I just heard, but here's what I heard and it hurt. And it takes the person you say that to a moment to hear it because then they have to revisit what they just said. Now, they may or may not have meant it the way you heard it, but it opens a dialogue between two people that isn't pointing a finger. I didn't say, you said this and it made me upset, or you did this and I, or it's, it's neutral. It, it neutralizes the energy of, of our words that tend to be combative when we are in situations defending ourselves. Takes the defense away, takes the anger away. It says, I acknowledge that I heard you, but I'm also telling you I don't think you met the way I heard it. You know, I find that most of us humans really have no presence to the level of unconsciousness that we possess. That it's often not even thought about to really consider someone else's footsteps or the lens through which they see the world and what they may be feeling. And I believe that that's part of what creates such friction and constriction in our world, not being able to really understand where another person is. And there's so many women out there that hold up such strong faces externally, but oftentimes behind closed doors, they are experiencing grief or sadness or loneliness or emptiness uh, because of not speaking the things that need to be said or not letting other people know their experiences. What would you say is the greatest thing that you would share with women in regard to voice and when to speak and when not to speak? Boy, that's a very powerful one, Simran. It is, first and foremost, you have to give yourself permission to be important, that you do matter and you have a right to be first in your life because when you put yourself at the top of your priority list, you become the object of your day's experience. So you are saying that here I am, and to coin an old phrase, hear me roar. To to roar softly is to say I'm not going to be walked on, that I have value and I have purpose. And if your daily walk is based on what your purpose is and your priorities are, you are gifting the world with the best of you. When you live reactively to everything going on in your world, not purposefully and with intent that you need and want, then 
it will exhaust you. It will take everything you have to keep going until you can collapse at night in bed because you're on a back burner and you're running against the flow instead of with it. When you walk with doubt as your steady companion, chaos will be a constant tag-along for the rest of your life. Learning to listen to and trust the voice of your truth over the loud cacophony of that other voice, the one that makes you doubt everything, becomes one of your most important lessons. Taking doubt with you just makes for an arduous and bumpy ride. Lynn Andrews shared in her writing school that doubt will drive you crazy. It is the ultimate Hayoka teacher going forward but backwards. It wants you to hurry up and slow down, fly but crawl, see but be blind. It's okay, but it's not. By using opposites, doubt jumps right into the middle of your story and you begin to question your truth. Or is it a lie? You move from love to fear as you struggle to discern the voice of your truth from the voice of doubt. Wrestling with doubt is a daily experience for most of us. This is from Vicki L. Dobbs' book, Get Off the Shelf. Within it, she has many of her own stories, but she also supplies you with beautiful tools and techniques and practices as you move through the book to support yourself in getting off the shelf. Vicki Dobbs is an inspirator of everyday awareness, an instigator of spontaneous stories, and a connoisseur of creativity. She walks a path of heart while co-creating with the divine, while encouraging others to explore the magnificence of their own beingness. She opens existential gateways for the individuals to face their challenges and embrace them as the great teachers that they are. Her goal is to see everyone walk in beauty and balance every day of their lives, empowered by the voice of their own authentic truth. You can find out more at VickiDobbs.com. That's V-I-C-K-I-D-O-B-B-S.com. You can find her Facebook page, Sacred Wisdom Teachings. And when you go to her website, you might want to look up her workshop, Mastering the Art of Putting You First. Again, she has two books, You First, Practical Wisdom for Nurturing Body, Mind, and Soul, and her latest, Get Off the Shelf. Choose You First. You have a right to be happy. We'll be right back with more Vicki Dobbs right after these messages. want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 Gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. 
People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Once again, I'd like to quickly mention my brand new self-realization series. The first book, Living the Seven Human Blessings of Experience, is out. I invite you to pick that up, along with the second one, which is Being the Seven Illusions that Derail Personal Power, Purpose, and Peace. All three of the books actually are the composite of you, the multidimensional you. These are not typical books. I don't want you to read through them quickly. In fact, I really only want you to read a few lines or maybe one paragraph a day. You can read a paragraph of one in the morning and a paragraph of the other at night. They really are the sacred manuals of the soul, books that would have been given to you upon birth had we been given a manual. The third book, Knowing the Seven Human Expressions of Grace, releases after the first of the year. A sacred romance began eons ago when one separated into two and two became many. All of life stemmed from that origin, expanding and contracting through the sacred constructs of duality, multiplicity, and alchemy. Through a multisensory experience of self, seven human graces make way for knowing the full expanse of humanity that creates the embodied experiences of unconditional loving, compassion, and peace. You awaken through presence with most of our human sensory expansion, and this allows for the divine flowering of humanity and essence. You are not just a rainbow in the dark. An unknown you has treasures in escrow, and your body holds secrets. Why don't you discover those? Once again, it is the brand new trilogy that I'm releasing, and I invite you to get your copies and dive right in. My guest today is Vicki Dobbs, and we are talking about her new book, Get Off the Shelf. Choose You First. You have the right to be happy. It is a follow-up of her first book, You First, Practical Wisdom for Nurturing Body, Mind, and Soul. And you can uh, find out more by going to her website, VickiDobbs.com, about a new workshop that's coming up. And she's also got a magnificent freebie workshop that you might want to sign up with her newsletter and have access to. When you find a way to bring your pain into the physical so you can feel it, see it, and heal it, you find what I call a sacred tool. The drum became one of the most powerful pieces in Vicki Dobbs' spiritual toolbox, the key to forward movement and healthy communication. 
It became her gateway back to herself and the top rung on the ladder that would help her off the shelf. She'd been making drums for several years, teaching the art of this sacred creation, not only gifted others with a new tool, but gifted herself with a reminder each time she shared it of the essence of the beautiful gift that her son had shared with her. This is from the book, Get Off the Shelf, Choose You First, You Have the Right to Be Happy. I have had a very intimate experience with grief, and grief is something that comes and it lasts as long as it lasts. And if there is something that can very easily put one on the shelf and have them recline from life or bring about a sense of dullness to everything that once had meaning, it is loss that does that. And picking oneself back up after that type of thing can often be like climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. It can be this step-by-step, very slow walk where you can't breathe and you go through various terrains to try to reach the summit, to see the sun once again and know that you've crossed the mountain. And I know that you've had your own experience of that with the loss of your son and all that that brought to you. But yet grief, as you say in the book, is this harsh taskmaster and yet a master teacher. And I concur with that. I honor anyone that has walked through the valley of grief and stood up on the other side. Talk a little bit about what grief opened up in you and did it bring you any certain magic that you had no idea would come on the other side? Oh, yeah. Grief is one of those things that we all hear about and we experience in little bits and pieces when our first goldfish dies or our first pet passes on. But when it hits closer to home, when it's a piece of your heart that dies, then you're faced with a choice yourself of getting up and going on or giving up and laying down. And for me, I was in that place of giving up when my daughter said to me, Mom, I'm not going back to school until you get up, get dressed, and feed yourself. And in that moment, I realized that it wasn't all about me and that in her need for me to be okay, it was also her journey to being okay, as she had lost a brother. And that is as intensely deep as the loss that I was feeling and that my husband was feeling. But um, for me, the greatest gift has been an awareness of still being even though gone and I think Jack Kremen said it so beautifully in his elegy to Lynn that always near in the far away and Mm. so the gift it's opened for me is the ability to communicate with my son it's taken some time for me to move out of mother and into a, a relationship with him that even though he still talks to me like I'm his mother, we're getting to a place where um, I look to him more for advice. And 
the beauty of that gift is that in my sharing it with my husband and family, my husband is now seeing signs and gifts of um, of his presence still in our lives, as has my daughter. So when you ask about the gift of grief, for me, it's opening a whole new world of um, possibility. When you realize that that we are a physical entity that houses a a light, an energy, a, a glow that ignites us, that doesn't go away. And as we all know from the theory of relativity, that energy is neither created nor destroyed. So when this physical creation of a body changes, we all think it's gone. And yet that light, that energy, that essence of who each one of us is, has simply changed. So that's that's my gift. I am very much aware of the presence of those that I love and can no longer hold around me. I also find that those of us that are willing to embrace the grief, to really experience it and sink into it, to allow it to swallow us whole and take from us our identity, it is almost as if this occurs in order to support others in being willing to feel their own grief. Whether they've experienced loss or not, I find so many women carry these buckets of sadness and grief inside that they never face. And it it so often uh, wreaks havoc on the health of an individual. What would you say to women about raging softly and allowing the gentle cascade of sacred tears to flow from time to time, even if they don't know why they're appearing? Well, from one who who weeps in an argument, who weeps at TV shows, who weeps at the Star Spangled Banner, um, those tears are an expression of our joy as well as our grief, and they should be embraced as wonderful teachers. So grief is not something that passes. It's like the ocean waves. They rise and they fall. They come and they go. There's an ebb and a flow. And sometimes it will be a tsunami that hits you and you feel like you can't get up from it again, and yet you will. And sometimes it's just that wave around your ankles that um, the the sand is unsettled as the the tide flows back out and it's a little bit difficult to find your balance and then you do again. So honor those tears. They're such wonderful teachers. When When they pop up spontaneously, unexpected, just take a moment to breathe with them. Don't stop them. Allow them to come. And then just sit with those tears and, and touch the why. You utilize drumming, and I know I've read in different scientific papers that drumming is really supported to the rhythm of our body, to the recalibration of our brain, 
Uh, it's supportive with mental health. It enhances uh, emotional support. Uh, I'd love for you, we have just a couple of minutes left in the show. I'd love for you to share anything you'd like to share around drumming and how women can take on that practice to really support themselves and how. Well, I think drumming for me is is an act of moving energy out of myself. It also is a sacred act of prayer. It's an excellent opportunity for divination because you can move your ego mind into the drum beat and allow your inner voice to speak to that beat. There's all kinds of scientific education and information out there. Christine Stevens with Upbeat Drums is a wonderful teacher, and she's written some amazing things about how music and drum beat is a therapeutic form of, of movement. And I encourage you to, to look her, her information up. For me, drumming saved my life. It, it, the actual physical making of a drum, that creative process moves me into a meditative state. And drumming is a way for me to move myself out of sadness, out of the external world that is weighing heavy on me. I can sit with my grandmother drum or simply take a wooden box. Sometimes it's a steering wheel in my car that my fingers will begin to drum with. And it's a movement out of my head that gives me an opportunity to listen to my heart instead of my head. It's time to get off the shelf. Whatever your personal practice, it is all about connecting to that divine source of wisdom joy and beauty that is within absolutely every one of us. It is always the right time when a new teacher comes along and never too late to learn more about the world, about life, and about you. This is from Vicki Dobbs' book, Get Off the Shelf. Choose you first. You have the right to be happy. Definitely check out her website, VickiDobbs.com. Check out her workshop, Mastering the Art of Putting You First. And you can get her free gifts that are on her website as well. Thank you, Vicki, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. It has been a pleasure. Until next week, I am Simran. In love, of love, with love, and as love, be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.